doing today d i'm doing good man it's a beautiful day i feel like we finally in spring feels like we finally in spring i took the dogs out twice today yeah <laughs> they didn't have to she hold we it went running the other day, bro. <laughs> that's that's how you know it's the weather then changes and you feel that urge to go yeah, run i can't laugh too hard because my lower back still kind of sore yeah i feel like mostly <laughs> i felt the urge to go run <laughs> and i persuaded you to join bro, me. my man called me on his way from work i had just finished smoking the bowl like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to go run. And I made a resolution. I was like, when it gets warm outside, I'm going to exercise. And I hadn't done it yet. So, like, the fact that the universe was, like, putting that in front of me, I couldn't say no. Couldn't. I was an agent of, 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 the, of, of God, almost. So I just spent that next, you know, hour and a half trying to exhale all the THC out my lungs and get ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Darius hit his ultra instinct, bro. <laughs> Darius broke through his shower. I finished bro. the warm up. <laughs> he, he finished the workout. You broke through your shower, bro. We went to the track and we did some sprints, you know. I, like, I, don't, I don't like to do distance runs, so we went and we did some sprints. Um, we did like four, Man. like 100 meter sprints, you know, like accelerators. So you build it up as you go along. I died and some, <laughs> I died and they gathered the Dragon Balls to revive me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Darius was a new man after that run, bro. <laughs> Harry <laughs> said he felt like that day was two different days. I was like, this is what God feel like. Harry <laughs> <laughs> saw his soul leave, bro. Saw the truth, bro. I'm smarter, bro. I came back. I spent all the day. I just been reading shit, bro. I'm a new man. Had new neurons <laughs> energized and shit, bro. Just improved blood flow to your brain. It's probably somewhat thanks to that mango OG. You know, go to leafly.com and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Great strain. <laughs> Well, welcome, welcome to another episode of Nina Talks, your favorite blood podcast where we talk about music, anime, culture, life, all that good shit. I'm Akita. I'm here with my co-host Darius, and we're at Nina Production Studios. Hey, hey. Yes, sir. And so today, um, we wanted to start by talking about an anime that we recently finished called Be the Beginning. Man, it's on Netflix. So hard. And it's cold as fuck. It's like shout out to Netflix first of yeah. all, man. Netflix y'all keep been, doing y'all thing. They've been they've been fucking up the anime industry, and like I'm really I'm, I'm yeah. riding for it. They know they, they and you know I'm curious to see what kind of like research and insights the Netflix team has because even the fact they have the formula to like how do we like produce anime in a format that can be consumed by the everyday streamer. Yeah, like it's hard to get people to go back and like watch Naruto because like. It was released when TV right. was around, you know? It's like there's hella episodes, and a lot of the episodes don't do shit because Naruto just wanted to occupy... It's all about growth. Yeah, they just want to stay on air for, like, as long as possible. Yeah, so you get... Yeah, Whereas, I think, like, Netflix is about you having to, like, enjoy and take in the whole series. Well, I think they kind of took from a strategy that um, within the last, I don't know, so 2018, let's say, like, four or five years has been becoming more popular... And that's just that idea of doing shorter run animes. Yeah. Animes that focus on like really... Quick plot development. Yeah, like kind of deep, 
you know, high-paced plots. Yeah. And Tell that, one message versus a couple of stories right. throughout the whole thing. As opposed to giving you, like, the, oh, and here's how to solve, you know, world peace or, like... Like, Naruto's like an epic. Like, Naruto's like yeah. the motherfucking, like, <laughs> Beowulfs and shit. shit. Like, where it's like, here's the, the build of, <laughs> of our great hero. With a bunch of subplots and shit in yeah. between, like, the Grendel stuck in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I think, I think Netflix is really going for an approach of, like, you know, we probably don't, based on the based on the nature of our platform, we're not gonna continually invest, you know, X amount of dollars into continually making different seasons of yeah. like ongoing anime. Just give us anime. scripts to a good quick one. But we'll yeah, we'll find like good mangas yeah. that have like good plots, and we'll invest money into doing like a bomb ass like one season rendition of that. And like some of them will probably come back for multiple probably. seasons. But things like Be the Beginning, I I definitely think that's just like. Nah, we just had like this one yeah. thing that's gonna be dope. And I think it was dope. But it's on be the beginning. It was hard. It's like if Death Note and like House. Sword Art had a baby. As Sword far Art, as yeah, anime, in terms of that's animation. Come, yeah. That's because it's like it's it's kind of like the this intricate movie. plot game and like mind game of Death Note where there's a bunch of parties trying to like outsmart the yeah, other. Yeah, so you have like one character who's out here trying to outthink somebody and do this whole like cat and mouse chess game and then you also have like the warrior who just out here trying to cut niggas down for revenge type shit yeah and you get to see kind of how those two plot lines converge and run parallel and there's a lot of mysticism and shit involved and prophecies and all that good animation i love those i love those animes where it's like oh you're watching this whole thing and somebody's like trying to figure it out because the whole time you're trying to figure right. out right and if like you can figure out how it like resolves before it ends and right. you feel all smart and shit <laughs> dog like I was hunting for that plot twist I was man. like what? who is who is man 2 who yeah. is the second villain they built they really <clears throat> built the anime um it was a really like I feel dramatic mind game yeah and they masked it and covered it all with a lot of action they had different plots that caught your attention they started off with the random killings and right. they had to build up into this mystery <clears throat> and then at the end of it you're like oh crap this was one whole yeah this is like all mind life. fuck like yep this is yeah. <laughs> and i think what netflix is doing a lot of too is i definitely think they're appealing to a, a more american notion Yes. Anime. Like in terms of the lessons is, and shit. Not even just not, that, but just I was thinking just as more as far as the plot. Like they're all very action based. That's real. <coughs> Lord, I don't know what was in my throat. <laughs> that mango OG. <laughs> that gas, bro. <laughs> Got a nigga feeling great. Mm-hmm. Not good for them vocal cords though. But no, I think they have all these plots that are they're fo- they're centered around very flashy fight scenes. Yeah. And that and like I think at the end of the day like. Most American audiences need that to kind of enjoy an anime. Yeah. Like, I think, like, if you're a service-level anime fan, like, at the end of the day, it comes back to a fight scene. You gotta have some shit that gets your adrenaline pumping yeah. because that's the thing that kind of keeps you locked into this yeah. anime world. Because yeah. I think they're trying to appeal to an audience that likes superhero movies. Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of the same energy. Like, cause the Marvel the whole, formula. Right. Cause the Comedy whole energy, mixed in with a, a bigger plot with a lot of fighting. 
Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say the Marvel format. I actually say more DC. Mm, the darker um, side, yeah. Yeah, DC. So DC has really good animation. I don't think a lot of people know that. Like their yeah. live action movies are kind of hit or miss. Like they had Dark Knight. But back in the days, cool. they've been. Yeah. They spun the Batman series so many different ways. And yeah. So like their animated series, their animated movies are all really cold. And so I think like. Netflix is kind of trying to appeal to that same crowd yeah. by kind of making these... An animated DC comics universe, sort of, but it's like Netflix anime. Like. Yeah, but it's like an anime. Because like, watching yeah. this, I got a very Batman vibe. Like, this, yeah. like the character, um, Keith, the main character, I guess, one of the main characters in Be the Beginning, he's like a detective or whatever. With a um, broken past. Yeah, you know, complex Batman house shit. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, he's running around, but he's fighting in kind of a similar league as, like, some supernatural niggas. Yeah. So it's like, oh, like, he's just using his brain to, like... Keep up keep and up. stay in the game. Yeah, so, like, that gave me kind of a DC feel, but just like most people wouldn't watch just, like, an animated movie that yeah. was, like, a thriller. Yeah. People, like, you gotta throw the action in there. So even though it was, like, thought-centered, yeah. they still have to have some hard-ass fight scenes to kind of really in. And you know what's the crazy part about, like, the, the, the thing that, like, attracted me to be... Um, in terms of the way the plot was structured um, was just that feeling of, you know, Keith being very Batman-like, but Keith wasn't very rich. Yeah. And so, we I remember in the past we made that um, separation saying that, like, nah, nigga's not Batman because, like, Batman had all that shit. Like, Keith was, like, he didn't have all that money. All he had was his head. Yeah. Like, all he had was his brain and, like, a target and a goal. And he was, like, duking it out with, like, the most powerful so organization in the country, like the yeah. government, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> Keith came came to compete. Came to compete, bro. Wasn't buying his ass. Like he just like yeah. My dude had the stigmatism, bro. He just like <laughs> <laughs> biggest. Go- see what his glasses, bro. That's that's the definition of a real G, bro. Oh me. <laughs> yeah. So if you peep that, if you're an anime fan, go out and peep. Be the beginning. It's really good. Um, I would give it probably like a solid like 4.3 stars out of 5 yeah yeah man yeah, it's, like, a, it's a dope Netflix anime it's like, like a dope little just standalone series yeah like, not something M- I, a must watch as we'll say what rated is that like yeah watch that shit like <laughs> I would, yeah I would say yeah, definitely yeah not um, a must watch <laughs> no, well it depends on must watch the who I guess like yeah. if you're an anime fan like yeah like a must watch like yeah. you should check that out I think if I think Netflix is doing a good job of like making animes like this too for people who aren't super familiar with anime because it like explores the plot of like oh this yeah. has things that, that aren't just like people screaming and yeah. dying because I feel like that's what so many or movies. even just like so prior to Netflix all like all we really had was like Funimation and Crunchyroll and yeah, stuff yeah you kind of have to know where to find it but like the and so like for a lot of the anime people like Netflix didn't really start picking up like I don't I don't watch Jane the Virgin like I watch Jane the Virgin, but like I don't watch anime all the time. You watch Jane the Virgin with your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you don't watch Jane the Virgin. And so like when I'm trying to figure out shit, it's always anime. Movie. But now I can pop up Netflix, and so like that's even yeah. them like really doing a good job. It's an like, accessibility thing too. Hitting that target market, man. Or I definitely talk to a lot of people who are like, oh, I will watch anime, but I don't know where to find that shit. Yeah. It's like, well, everyone got Netflix. And you can start on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. you can d- dive in, man. Same thing with Hulu. Cause they both got like they yeah. both got heavy hitters in their catalog. That's just like if you want to start, just pick one of their top rated ones and go for it. Yeah. So you know, B also has a great 
monologue about being black. Just one more plug for the show. They have a great monologue near the end yes. about why the color black is superior and fit for royalty, so you know. Yes, so because the Koku, one of the main characters, he had an alias, or like a, his legend title was like, he was the black uh, wing. Black winged Black winged king. king. Yeah, bro. And so there was a cool metaphor about how the color black is like, a mixture of all colors and so it's like always distinct from every other yeah. color and you know it's the color fit for a king and that shit was like oh that shit was yeah. hard I was like yeah black whole time for the king, bro. I was like <laughs> we came for kings and queens my nigga beat this shit bro yeah. I love when people say that because it's like you know we didn't all come <laughs> you know not everyone could have been royalty that's just not how monarchy works like, I'm sorry. Like, there was a chance had... that we came from kings and queens. You know, we might have been. You might have been in a house somewhere, like you might have been in a kingdom. Been... You know, but y'all folks might have just been, you know, <laughs> potters or something. <laughs> Fucking, you know, hey, cobblers man. or some shit. If your dad was the shepherd in the kingdom, man, you still from the kingdom, dog. You're the king Shout of out, sheep, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Running the pastures, bro. Fuck all my pasture, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I think, uh, I do think that um, talking about Netflix and how they like switched over into anime and really expanding is a good segue into us talking about branding. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to like talk this episode, um, looking around, so many cool things that happened. We just had Beyonce do a bomb ass Coachella performance. Like, we got J. Cole about to drop an album. Mm -hmm. Like, and even us personally, we've had some conversations about like how we want to brand Nina. And right. so, like, I think, uh, I do think Brandon would be a cool conversation. Looking at how people, like, black people, especially. Yeah. And I think just, like, <laughs> you know, as we all coming up here doing this creative thing, like, it's dope, right? You figure out how to do what you love mm -hmm. doing, but at the end of the day, you kind of got to remember, like, all right, mm -hmm. that's the product now. If, you're, yeah. if this is how you're trying to live, right, this is what you want to wake up and do every day and pay your bills mm -hmm. and that kind of thing, like, all right. That means you're making whatever it is you're doing a product. And yeah. if you have a product, you have to learn how to sell it. And so yeah. knowing how to market yourself, knowing how to brand yourself is key. You know, you, you don't, you know, you don't buy dollar store yeah. soda when it's Coke next to it because Coke has given you an image yeah. that this experience of drinking this Coke it's is going to be exclusive. every bit of and, branding right. you've taken in. Right. Like, yeah, dude, I think it's... Um, I think I remember you talking about um, even um, listening to this podcast with this uh, like sex therapist yeah. and how she's even branded <laughs> yeah. herself into a business of like that's and um, I used to laugh um, oftentimes because our parents used to always get on us about playing video games and how kids can like there are people not making money off of playing video games. Yeah, like, and they did that by being like Branding yourself and making other people interested yeah. and wanting to consume whatever you offer. Yeah, watching like, me play is an experience. It's funny, you feel engaged, right? Because yeah. there are plenty of people who are, you know, probably cold as fuck at, you know, yeah. Fortnite, but no one's logging on to watch them play because yeah. they're not interesting. Learning how to brand yourself has been like, has been like a cool journey to watch in like the black culture sphere of America yeah. as like the brands of people like even Beyonce at Coachella there was this interview with um, with Trina Knowles I'm sorry Tina Knowles Tina Knowles yeah. man that's tragic. so approximate so approximate <laughs> approximate knowledge of everything man you know <laughs> but anyways there was an interview where just Beyonce was talking about I have this voice on this platform now 
and it's kind of like now my responsibility. I feel like it's my responsibility to put out like my message, not right. the message that the world wants to hear, right. but the one they need to hear. And yeah. like her being able to accumulate that power over the branding that her and team, her and yeah. her team has done from when she started to where she is now, like ridiculous, crazy. Ridiculous. And of course, talent, not just branding, but branding is give like allows for to have that. Yeah, power. I mean the branding is the That's talent, the, right? Yeah, like Beyonce packaging that and selling it and making people like millions of people follow you yeah. and respond to your every like movement. I mean, <laughs> yep. I mean Beyonce, Beyonce one of the was one of the first people who kind of revolutionized like the surprise drop. Yeah, right? like. That wasn't like a super big thing until Beyonce was like, "That's real." Oh no, I'm big enough to just like drop a fucking album and like I don't. And that flex, of, bro. The because, big yeah, flex. Yeah, and because bro. of streaming and technology, I don't need to <laughs> drop a single and promote it. Yeah. <clears throat> drop a single and promote it for you know however long and da 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 and pull all this money into. Because people nope, watching me. People watching me. People are waiting. Yeah. For me to drop some shit, and I would break the internet every time I do. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Another one is Drake. Yeah. Drake is just... I mean, you can't deny the man. Like, Drake is a And you genius. know he's been learning from the jump. Like, you know he's smart. Like, Drake... Yeah. You Drake know Drake game. the motherfucker that read between the lines on the contract. Uh -huh. He the one that read the contract, say, like, nah, nah, I want to change this, this, and this. Send it back to him. Yep. And then now they sweating because they about to sign a contract and they don't really know. What's that nigga put there? <laughs> I think it's cool because, like, in Drake's case, too, like... I can only imagine kind of the pressure that he went through, like, in his time with, like, um, cash money and young money and, yeah. that, and, like, those financial struggles. But, like, taking that time, him, Nikki, and Weezy to, like, learn how to navigate. Yeah, and, I mean, you can't forget, like, <laughs> dude's mentor was literally, like, the, one of the greatest rappers alive. Yeah. So, like, of course, you know Wayne was being like, nah, like, especially Wayne coming from a perspective of, like, did doing everything he had done with Baby and kind of yeah. realizing, like, okay, I might have fucked some shit up. Yeah. I'm sure Wayne was definitely the type of dude to be like, look, like, here's how you gonna come up in this I'm game. On like, this real shit, like, I'm gonna tell y'all this shit because y'all not gonna end up shit. like me. Fuck that. Right, because like, <laughs> y'all like, gotta do better. Like, just even seeing how, and, like, yeah. even just Drake and Nicki both just have, like, such strong... Prime branding. As much as people want to discount Nicki, Nicki has A1 branding, branding, bro. Like, her image is... Pristine, like <laughs> she does fits her aesthetic. I think that's like the biggest thing, and I think that's kind of a good point for us to kind of highlight is just the idea of what you want your aesthetic to be. Yeah. Because, you know, for, for anyone who listens and doesn't know, your aesthetic is basically just like your look. It's if if I'm a third party and I'm looking at your brand, what do I see? No what matter is where my I'm immediate? looking at you from, no whatever where angle I'm, it is. Like, what am I like? If I go on your Twitter. Do I get a good idea of your brand? If I go on your Instagram, if I go on your Facebook, do I know what you do? Yeah. And do you show me that you do it well, right? Yeah. Like whether you're an artist, whether you're a photographer, whether you make soaps, yep. like yeah, your aesthetic, whatever that is, has to be just like cohesive, cohesive, right? And yeah. so for us, as far as Nina goes, one of the things we did with that um, was just kind of a generating content that all followed a certain theme so like one of the first things we did was decide on a logo yeah and that way everything we do in text has a font that's all the same yeah has just a general style and look that's all the same get and that then, rare circle man it kind of burns your circle, head bro, you just, <laughs> everybody you always see it and you just oh shit i've seen that before like we get yeah. that so much where it's just like oh man like you know i didn't i didn't know who y'all were but i've seen that logo before right and that's like 
And, the, and I think the cool thing with that is um, it, referring to the um, this conversation that we had with the Bespoke Twins earlier, um, they talked about like being able to like go global and being able to sell your product to like anybody. Right. And I think one good thing in this day and age that makes branding, I feel, such a powerful tool um, is that you can put out your face and the world can see it. Right. As long as you're consistent with it and other people refer you, like you are accessible by anybody in the world just yeah. by getting online, by using Twitter and black people own those spaces. Yep. Like, you know, social media and shit, like we black people run that. That's how we communicate. Culture. We don't like, you know, black black history is passed down, like, I feel like orally and like through visuals yeah. and shit. And like all that is so easily consumed and distributed via like Twitter and That's Instagram. That's so real. I never thought about that. Until yeah. That's a profound point, my nigga. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> it's the perfect time, bro. That's like, real, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a giant forum for oral history. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and so like, you just can cement yourself and become like Beyonce and all of these names in hip hop are able to like now step into America and like be like a cultural force and like yeah. Rihanna's like I can partner with a makeup company and just off of my name I can sell this makeup to just about every black Anybody. woman in this country yep. and like you can't sleep on that. That shit's yep. crazy. <laughs> Rihanna's, an, I mean, Rihanna's another marketing queen too. Because like, <laughs> even just looking at like, you know, she dropped the body lob, mm -hmm. or the body lob or whatever, right? And you know, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I feel like there probably weren't a ton of like TV commercials for yeah. that body lob. But nah, she was like, she tweeted that yep. she was gonna do this, and then she jumped on Instagram and. Showed her putting it on, and then it was the greatest, like, 14 I seconds of my life. Why, I, like, I shared it, because I, I was like, well, damn, I'm happy. Yup, I was like, wow, I don't know what this stuff is, but, like, that was um, awesome. She's kind of sparkly. I hope, like, it doesn't, doesn't rub off, doesn't but, rub off, shit, like, I'm offended. Shit, I'll take 12. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, like, Rihanna's, Rihanna's the queen of that shit. Like, it's crazy. And so, kind of going back to us was just, like, an idea of, like, all right, like, we see how different people are making their moves, kind of how can we apply that to what we're doing and kind of being more intentional of like, you know, I think we're kind of too chill dudes and like we just want to help I mean, people. we nerds, dog. Yeah, and so And nerds like, come with that nerd, like, that that nerd aesthetic, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> we be know, chilling, we, we don't do too much. We don't do too much, like, <laughs> we might be kind of awkward, but it was like, all right, like, you know, still we have to make ourselves be like approachable. We have to, you know, come off a certain way, right, when we step yeah. out. And so just like us deciding that like, okay, we gonna, you know, make sure we stay up on how we dress when we go out, like making sure mm -hmm. that we do go out because like Even though we can, high as hell and we laying on the locked in working on shit, <laughs> not trying to get out the house, but it's like, alright, like if we do wanna be a part of this community, if we do want people Put the to work in, man. Know us, you gotta get out. Like I think that goes for anything you do. Like you can't be personal, physical connection, yeah. right? Like And you gotta and that's a and that's another way, like if you look at what you're doing um, as a business, that's another way to then like reinvest in your community too. Right. Because you're like, I'm buying this jacket from somebody because I'm building up my brand, but also I'm buying this jacket from a person in the community. Right. Because I'm investing in them and I'm building that relationship. Exactly. And like, if we have a relationship, then that just means that our networks are not available to each other. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I retweet his shit, he retweet my shit, I will follow, we'll see it. That just means you've just both grown are, from that one transaction. Grow. 
Yeah. I wear his jacket in a music video. I look hard in the music video. People watch more of the music video. People also see his jacket like, more. People buy more jackets. All like, of the icons, like, I feel like in front of us are, like, at this point because of, like, time and consistent reinvestment. Yeah, and just, like, having, like, a circle <laughs> of people that, you know, they're close with. Like, and you, you've built those, you know, you start off with that one fucking, like, Beyonce starts off in the church, and that's your initial group of people. And she just keep doing it and getting better. And as you get better, people keep fucking with you. People grow, yeah. <laughs> the circle just keeps expanding. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. Like, even, like, a good example of, of that is kind of, like, uh, Drake with, like, the Apple Music thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. th things like that are based off of, like, personal connections. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like with any job, you know, like, being an artist... You know, at the end of the day, like, it's, it's, it's nice and it's romantic, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's just like any other job, You right? gotta put that work in, you gotta read your contracts, you gotta, you gotta read, read books your, on it. You gotta read your contracts, <laughs> you gotta read books on it, you have to work on personal relationships, like, you know, yeah. you, ha you have to, and if you wanna get things done, if you wanna get promoted, mm -hmm. you know, in your, in your office job, right, you get your promotion by working hard and by networking yeah. and knowing people, all right? And so if you're an artist or you're... If you're being average, you're going to stay in the same position. Yeah, if you're not overperforming <laughs> and if you're not making sure you make connections, your network will never grow and you'll never elevate. And I think the cool thing about, like... I think the cool thing about making connections and also focusing on your brand is you have, like... You have beautiful moments... Um, such as Kendrick um, producing like the Black Panther album. Right, that was a, that's a perfect example. Very personal. I was trying to think of one, and I yeah, I, like, best I could come up with like Drake and the Apple. Shit. That's a beautiful yeah. one. Yeah, right? that was <coughs> Lordy. That was based off purely just a personal connection. And being real, like Kendrick putting in the air throughout his doing his thing. If I, I would love to produce another, I would love to produce a movie like this. <laughs> and somebody knowing Kendrick because of right. some network, some connection. Met at like some and being able to get in contact shit. with each other and do it. Right. Like we could do stuff on a small scale, you could do stuff on a big scale. You just gotta know how to, you just gotta know the big scale people yeah, to do it with. It's all the same motions. <laughs> or even like another example with Kendrick that that just made me think about was like Kendrick and Travis linking up for like a lot of the music they've been go doing. They met, like, yeah. I think it was at, like, one of the Grammys or something, like, they just ran into each other, and Kendrick was like, oh, you know, I fuck with your music, like, you know, like, let's keep, let's keep in touch. And yeah. He gave, and he gave uh, Travis his number, and Travis was working, and he was like, shit, like, let me send this on to Kendrick. Yeah. Like, Bro, like, let me get on that. Because like, you just start thinking about people once you connect with them. Yeah, like, and that's just Or like, people think about you if you have a solid brand. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so I think, um... Just really making sure that you're consistent with what you put out into just the world, you know, because it doesn't necessarily have to be limited to social media. Um, but just being consistent with that is kind of like the biggest thing as far as trying to cement your aesthetic and having people know that, you know, they can depend on you for whatever it is yeah. that you do, right? Yeah. And, it, and it's crazy because, like, we're... We're growing up in the world now where the expectations of where black people can go is so different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My grandma's dream was to have like a nurse in her family. Yeah. And not to shit on nurses, but like, 
Black that, but no, you ain't for that to be like a white dream, man, like, you know? Like, that's a dope job. That's a dope position. But it's like, oh, not a doctor. If you're talking about how big someone can dream of somebody's, like, right. the biggest I can dream is a, a nurse, nurse. And then there's the person then there's in the hospital. How we walking around America with people making billions of dollars, right. and they got some people who can't even dream about doing that. Like Exactly. So <laughs> it's just, you know, the, the ceiling's a lot higher now. Yeah. You, know, you can reach. And I stay, still say ceiling because, you know, they're still going to try to shoot niggas down. But... You know, we can climb as high, you know, if we want to. And that's why I like, that's why I'm personally a nerd. That's why I support technology. Yeah, because Be technology makes all that possible. And I think there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, uh, I think a lot of things that were keeping people down was just a lot of inaccess, a lot of misinformation, mm -hmm. a lot of miscommunication. And it's really easy to keep people from being able to communicate when the only outlets are like radio, TV, newspaper, Things that are really controlled, controlled sources. Controlled, yeah. But once technology was started saying, oh no, people can just talk to each other no matter where they are. Yep. And they can reach out to anybody. Completely. Then open. you realize like, oh, if I can just talk to somebody, then I just have to figure out a way to talk to... The right somebody. The right somebody, the right number of people. How, what's yeah. the best way for me to talk to a million people at once? Oh, spend 10 years, spend 15 years, spend 20 years building up a brand. And 20, 30 years later, you'll be able to step on top of Coachella stage and like rock HBCU and tell the whole yeah, world bro. like black culture. Like, Yeah, I think people sleep on uh, <laughs> how much time that kind of shit takes. I think yeah. a lot of people think it's overnight. Nah. You see that like, um, even just, you know, as far as like, you know, follower counts and shit like that. People are like, oh man, so-and-so had XYZ thousands followers. He got that cloud boy, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Like, and niggas, you know, do things like buy fake followers and stuff like that to give off that appearance. And like, you know, I mean, I guess invest in your appearance. Like my personal take is, you know. That's the one not, old school trait you gotta keep, that organic growth. Yeah, like it needs to be organic. So yeah. it's like, and organic just takes time. That's all it is. Like if you just keep putting energy out, people will mm -hmm. eventually become attracted to it. You so. can put money in, you can put money and resources into like speeding up your exposure. But that organic you growth, you can't, you can't fake clout you can't fake and the then success. get clout money. Yeah, because <laughs> what happens is, right, if I go to your page and I'm like, okay, this person, let's say, like, you know, wants to collab or whatever, um, and I look at his page and he's like, oh, wow, he got like a thousand some followers, that's crazy. But then I look at your last picture and your last picture got six likes. I'm like, okay, and your picture before that from a month ago got 10 likes. Then it's like, oh, <laughs> you know dang now you just really look kind of lame so now you just yeah so I'm like oh, it would have so been better if you just had seven followers right. and were starting out yeah and I kept like oh he just starting out and I'm like oh he just starting out and his first investment was a thousand bot followers yeah. yeah don't focus on don't put your money on the wrong thing don't dog. put your money on the wrong thing put your money on things. like the content the craft and really just being like putting yourself and what you're doing out there yeah Find because it. yeah yeah because people the numbers, I guess, are cool, but only if they come organically, right? Like, every, you know, everyone's, oh my god, he did numbers on that picture or whatever. That picture got so many likes, you know, whatever. But unless right? people are actually talking about it and spreading the yeah, information. Yeah, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, like, just save your money. Yeah. And, and, and it's cool now because it's also, I like to look at numbers and I like to kind of just, like, look at patterns and different things. And so, also, just tracking the growth of, smaller like artists and yeah. as they become bigger because we're now at that age you know 23 like where we've seen artists start 
and blow up. Yeah. And of course, that's getting quicker, like as we get closer and closer into like this tech, um, tech, tech you know, tech shit. world where people blow yeah. up and die off. Our attention spans. But we want. We've also been able to like look at almost the entire growth process of our like. You know, the Jay Z's, the J Cole's, like yeah. the Weezy's, the Drake's, the you saw them so, from the jump, ASAP Rocky, yeah. like even looking at No Name and looking at SZA and like <laughs> we remember, we remember when so many of the like quote unquote like big stars or whatever like dropped their like first projects, that yeah, shit. like and, yeah, and when they were like hello, and like I remember being in like. I remember being in high school and someone was like, bro, you peeped this Wiz Khalifa nigga? And I was like, nah, who that? And they put up that video of him freestyling. They're like, this nigga hard. And I was like, oh shit, yeah. let me go peep. Or like, same thing with... Uh, Wiz started rapping and that's when, I was, that's, that's when I knew. I was like, I'm probably going to be a stoner. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga cool. <laughs> Raps about smoking pot. <laughs> Sounds dope though. <laughs> <laughs> I was a pothead before I started smoking, man. It's a mentality, honestly. It really is. It's a mentality. <laughs> It's not about how much weed you smoke. It's just about how you think when you high. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think it might be time for a smoke break. Sure. <laughs> I'll be right back after these messages. Yep. 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 Look. Jerry Sensei smoke Shinobi First Lukake, I be that nigga, but you don't know me Goddamn my chakra poppin', I'm droppin' shit like I'm Kobe I'm 24, been performin' this livin' shit like I'm 40 Look, down the smoke a pound of foe Smoke Shinobis, always keep a couple round of blow Smokin' out them papers, holdin' Vegas Got me chokin', rather roll me up a paper Cool with smokin' on my own Look this zigzag a drag like shit tomorrow. I won't borrow no more cuz my ass done hit the lotto. Not my homies, they just want my cash. And that's the problem. I'm a smoke shinobi nigga. They won't make it till tomorrow. Oh my mama, I can fix that like it's Sam and Katie Barlow. I'ma stick to Chevy whipping when I get that money. Carlo ho, it's fuck a stoplight. I don't talk twice. If these niggas fail to get it, then it's fuck a bark bite. I got nieces that look at me like they uncle. Got it right, so how the fuck will uncle look if uncle couldn't took that pride and you know we gon' get it right just like a we told we don't know where we going, but we know we eat dough this for my people. Yeah. Alright, and we're back. What's up, what's up? Wow, that was quite a smoke break. <laughs> we smoked so a lot. We, yeah. <laughs> It was, it was a lengthy one. Went we, on an adventure. We went on a hard tangent. <laughs> but we're back. Um, but we're back. <laughs> and we're better than ever. So, for this half of the podcast, I wanted to talk a bit about this new J. Cole album. I'm so ready. Because, what? So, man, and you know, <laughs> I, I'm curious. I'm like, is J. Cole gonna, um, is he gonna stay consistent with the, um, with the theme that he's done of really just kind of self-producing albums and really spearheading entire projects by himself, or will he try to get a bit more collaborative this time? Nah, man. The track just came out. It's, it's all him. Oh, shit. Yeah, he released... He released... There's, there's, wait, no. There's, you said there's one other dude on there, right? Yes, but 
I have recently seen a Twitter theory that makes me believe that this other dude is just J. Cole rapping under a pseudonym. <laughs> so this tweet was saying that, so the only features on the project are from this dude named Kill Edward, who has Ooh. like a very limited discography. And this dude on Twitter posted one of his songs, and that shit just sounds like J. Cole with his voice pitched down and a bunch of <laughs> so, so J. Cole is creating an alter ego? Yeah, pretty much. But like the thing is, that's not different for Cole. Like he did that on Forest Hill Drive, yeah. where he would just fuck with his voice a ton, yeah, to like add a add a kind of another yeah, character to, to fit his storytelling, yeah, to kind of be like, okay, I don't want to use a feature, but I do want like a different yeah. voice that isn't my normal one. So like, I'm gonna fuck around with it. I feel like he's just gonna do that, but he kind of wants this person to have a dedicated character or whatever this story is. So I feel like judging from the artwork. Judging from, like, the title, because um, it's, like, a title that's, like, three titles. I think it's, um, like, Kids on Drugs, um, Kings. And mean some other things. Yeah, Kings on yeah. something, 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 something. But I think it's going to be, like, a kind of story. I think mean, all of his things yeah. are stories, so I think it's going to be, He like stays a, in his aesthetic, but... Yeah. You said, like, I remember you talking, um, he kind of engaged in some, like, trap beats, 808s and shit. Yeah, you know, he his did music. this uh, thing on DJ Booth that I was yeah. kind of talking about. One of, the, one of their writers actually got into yeah. the free concert, which was a brilliant idea. As we, we retweeted about. that on Twitter, huh? Yeah, they retweeted on Twitter. Yeah. But as we were talking about marketing, brilliant idea, right? I'm yeah. going to drop a project, I love a surprise, and then I have two super exclusive release yeah. parties. Come on, that's genius. Yeah, man. But he that's was, and, and, and I feel like that also being able to do that, being able to just say I'm holding an event. You can't bring any cell phones yeah. in here. You can't bring back. You can't really bring anything in here. But you know people are gonna mob this place. You know out. people gonna mob. That's it the out. power of like J Cole, just history being and branding, boss. bro. Like three platinum albums, bro. Man, three classic mixtapes. Like the in man's discography is flawless. Like you can't like. People have yeah. strong feelings about Cole, but I'm like, you really can't knock this man's discography. Like, even if this music is not, you know, maybe your favorite style of rap or whatever, yeah. you can't deny that he's good. Like, he's got the From numbers. the jump. And then even he's just, been rapping from the jump, and then his production has just evolved. Produ- like, people forget his production that Cole has evolved. and shit, too, bro. Like, you can't, like, he is just cold, bro. Like, you can't deny that shit. You can't. And I think people, a lot of people hate on Cole a lot because Cole doesn't... Tr- Cole doesn't try in the least to subscribe to any yeah. type of popular notion of popular nope. lifestyle. Nope. Um, but man, it makes his core following core because the people that like empathize with this nigga, bro, like. Yeah, and it's just, and it's just I don't know. You I think it's think just good music? He, it's dope music, and he's just like a good. I, I feel like Cole just a good dude, bro. Like, yeah. He just out here being like, look, like this money, this fame, this shit is crazy. So many like, other people like getting hella talk. So many people just you know. Go crazy, you know, be on wild shit. And he was just like, nah, I'm gonna keep it real humble. I'm gonna yeah. keep it real down to earth. I'm not gonna get kind of consumed by this lifestyle. I'm gonna stay true to me. Like, I'm gonna make good music that I want to like. I feel like Cole really stayed true to the game. Yeah. Like, and I feel like you can't deny it. Real similar, to, uh, real similar to Tyler in that sense. Yeah, like, one, I don't... One of those, yeah. One of those people that grab their style and, like, explore their style within themselves... But don't, you know, I'm not really trying to follow a trend right now. Yeah, I don't need to be popular. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to be pressured into doing much. Yeah. <laughs> and K- apparently he's following up this release with another project that looks like it's going to be called The Fall Off. 
which is mm. very ominous considering yeah. like the trajectory of like you know the mixtape you know yeah. the warm up the come up you know da, 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 da. and now we have to fall off it's like oh shit <laughs> this <laughs> might be like the final you know goodbye project type <laughs> shit that's funny because i was just talking uh with my girlfriend about uh destiny child having a destiny fulfilled tutorial yeah. and i was just kind of like ended yeah you gotta have that <laughs> so i'd that be cool if he one. does that kind of like this is my story starts with the warm-up man yeah and then goes through when you end up with the follow-up and then he just has a discography that you can now play yeah from start to finish that just gives you kind of a story a story a of who he is and like how he views the world for your eyes changed. only thrown in there for yeah, hell drop it's, a, it's history man bruh. j cole is a motherfucking historian, historian he's a hood bruh. historian my g you can't deny it bro that's your heart as hell god bro. that's crazy bro oh, we getting oh, we bro. i'm about to get all these shits on vinyl bro i'm about to have bruh. history books and music bro i'm saying bro we all here trying to get history books and music we about to trying to make history music Bruh. man also just his artwork for this is hot as fuck like this fucking portrait is cold as fuck like yeah man that shit is cold bro you just had that shit hanging up in your house it's crazy it looks like a children's book yeah exactly and, and so it, it feels very um what's the word for it it yeah. feels very much so like he's narrating and it's a story yeah it, yeah, it feels narrative. like a story yeah, yeah that's hella real that's hella real I'm, I'm hyped for this. Shout out like Cole, man. We're going to get Cole doing some, like, trap production. The dude who got in, one of the dudes who came, who got into the show said that, like, it wasn't, you know, more like boom bap kind of hip-hop shit. It's, like, yeah. more trap, more kind of, we're going to get Cole that side of 808, bro. Like, but it's still lyrical and spitting. So I'm really hyped to see how that turns out. Then that's going to be super cold. Yeah, dude, yeah. I'm hype. I'm hype, man. So you wanna album of the week here with uh, album of the week? I yeah, don't know what yours is gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with Shrimp Life Two, man. Oh, switching it up. Switching it up, man. Okay, I like that. <laughs> well, okay. For context, he had originally said he was gonna do Forest Hills Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were talking about Cole. But I was just listening to Shrimp Life uh, yeah. while I was doing some work, and I'm like, shout out Ray, uh, <laughs> shout out Ray Shrimp, bruh. Ray Schmurr. Ray what? <laughs> Ray who not? Hey man, <laughs> I got a lazy tongue. <laughs> I can't say all of them, bro. I do what I can. <laughs> yeah, they put a lot of confidence together. I do. I do what I can, man. It's a hard one to get out. It's a hard one to get out, bro. <laughs> so we just go. We just go roll with that knowledge and Sway just keep Lee talking about that shit, bro. Sway Lee and Jimmy, bro. Man, we were just looking. We were just listening to uh, Close, bruh. Um, that new jump they dropped. Bruh, this Guatemala, like, hit, they've bro. been dropping music, man. This triple disc gonna hit, bruh. I'm hyped for it. I remember first time listening to them, and uh, No Flex Zone was kind of... When I first heard No Flex Zone and saw the music video, I was like, oh, this is interesting. They I felt like really... Kid Rap. Yeah, they felt like, a, they felt like a boy band. Yeah. Like... And then, but the moment I listened to the album and I listened to, like, that song in context with the album, it took on a completely different life. Yeah, you're like, and oh, okay. I saw them as, like, who they, I saw them, like, from that story, um, this is the first, this wasn't Shrem Life 2, this is the first one. But the first album was also great. I'm talking about Shrem Life 2. 
Um, because their sound was just different on this song. Yeah, they got real dark on Sherm Life, too. They got real dark, bro. Michael started bringing out the fucking shit. Yeah, they started off with Start a Party, and that was just such a, like, crazy intro to me, man. I was like, okay, man, like, we starting off hard here. We coming in there with, like, a banger. Like, we we, we just gonna come out the gates with a banger, and the, the, the sounds were just... Hella fucking dynamic. By chance, bruh. By chance. By chance Wavy, man. And their music videos are great. They have a great, great aesthetic, bro. Great aesthetic. Like, every piece of content they put out is just so well done. <laughs> like, like their music videos, like, I like one thing I like that they do often is that when they have women in their videos, it's not just like, oh, look at this chick, she bad as fuck. Whoop de whoop whoop. She don't shake her ass. It's like, no. Like, yeah, she is bad as fuck. Yeah. But like, She's gonna be like they're doing like choreographed like dance routines yeah. and stuff like that. Like I think stuff like that is hard because it's like And their use of imagery, like right. by, for by chance the guy on the piano on the beach, like you can have and it's like you can have feminine energy in your video without it being degrading. Yeah. You know what that's I mean? Real. Like I think people yeah. like aren't hip to that. Like it's like, oh if a woman's gonna be in my video, she's gotta be shaking her ass and being eye candy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's real. she can she can do something. Like she they have talent, you know, <laughs> That's hella real. More than just looks and shit. I also, uh, I also appreciate Black Beatles. Black Beatles. I think good. Black Beatles was a dope, not not, not only like a, a dope like that single like breakout song, but that 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 was it was a great like claim as to like this is a great analogy to our style. Yeah, we're Black. This rock is how stars. we feel. We this is how we feel. Like, yeah, yeah, that's hella real. Black Beatles was a jam. Bro. Black Beatles was hella good. I'm yeah. only more excited to see what these niggas do. I said, this triple disc right. gonna hit, bro. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm so, I'm gonna listen to that bitch. They about to take over streaming for a bit, I feel, bro. Yeah, because I feel like they gonna get, I feel like it's gonna be hella shit. Hope, I hope there's hella shit on there and just get Man. ran. Like, they're just timeless. Man. So, I feel like, yeah, they about to, they about to do something with this one. Triple disc. Mississippi niggas, bro. Out of Tupelo. <laughs> Tupelo, Mississippi. Right. Lordy. What about chairs, dude? Mine is, um, I think I tweeted about this, but mine for this week is Yeezus. Yeah. I've been going, yep. through, I've been going through phases of Kanye, kind of like every now and again, just like getting stuck on different projects, listening for different things. And like right now, I'm really hard stuck on Yeezus, mm-hmm. just listening to like his percussion and shit, yeah. like all his drums, his 808s, and like all that shit. Um, it was just like... It's so different. Different, yeah. It's so, it's like... It was so, it was so electric. It was hella, yeah, I feel like so it was listening hella. to Yeezus has made me kind of like, okay, like, I kind of want to delve a little bit more into, like, electronic music and kind of seeing what's going on on that side of the fence. Yeah. I feel like they been doing some wild shit, bro. He like, did it in, like, Paris, right? Yeah, he recorded a lot of Yeezus in Paris working with, like, Daft Punk and, like, yeah. a lot of other kind of, like, more electronic-style producers that were working out there. And so that's why you have some of these songs that are, like, you know, they, they the way they build and feel and the way they're, like, sequenced... They're not sequence like hip hop songs. Yeah. They sequence like electronic yeah. songs. Like they the build like up the club the, music. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like so I think, you know, that was one of the kind of earlier criticisms it got was that like people heard it and again like with Kanye, don't feel like everyone's expecting a rap album every time he drops. And he like kinda like, God, I did that shit, damn it. I've given y'all the perfect rap I album. I just go just listen to my beautiful dark Twisted It's always gonna be there. Let me do other things. <laughs> and that's why when he starts with that first song on site, like he's basically like he literally says, he's like, How much do I not give a fuck? And then, like, yeah. the beat drops, like, and it's like, this is how much I don't care about what y'all want me. Like, because that song is a fucking and mess. And you're like, what? It's yeah. a fucking mess. It's a train yeah. wreck. And he's just like, 
Yeah, because I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. I don't gotta listen to y'all niggas. Like, I don't gotta do this. I can still make amazing music and do what I want. And he's still doing this thing, bro. Still doing his thing, bro. My man's is back on Twitter, bro. Back on Twitter, bro. I'm about to. I'm like. Tweet. I'm high key thinking of like writing a little Twitter bot to just write all the to store all these tweets, bro. Like, because I'm like, man, this is a, actually might end up being like, he, you know, this dude is hella dedicated. He might actually just keep writing these things out for like throughout a year. You know, Kanye's the type to be like, and then he oh, might just delete them at some point. Yeah, or you know, they say he's writing like a book about philosophy. Well, if you read the tweets, he said that the tweets are his book. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, I was like, he's really just been like, I'm going to use Twitter as my literal diary. Yeah, so I'm trying to copy them shits, bruh. Read them books, bruh. bruh. Pass them down to my kids, bruh. Bruh, I'm about to be like, you want, here's something to read. Right? (laughs) Like, the Chronicle of Kanye. Bruh, Chronicles of Kanye. Bruh, that shit, that's, I feel like Kanye... It's just on some different shit, like, and I don't think I don't, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I feel like every time people say that, it's in like a, you know, he's crazy or whatever. I'm like, I don't think he's crazy. I think he's just thinking about shit different. Elon Musk on some different shit. Yeah, like I'm saying, I feel like people just be thinking of some different Hawking, shit. Stephen Hawking, all these motherfuckers. It was all on some different shit, bro. They I'm trying to be on some different shit, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Motherfucking Keith from Beeb was on some different shit, bro. He was on some different shit. Yeah, go against the tide, bro. That's how you. That's how you fucking make impact. On culture and shit. Yeah, what did what did he say? He said if there's such a thing as fate, go against then accept it. it. He said if there's such a thing as fate, then accept it. And if you don't like it, then fight it. Right. This is why niggas be so fucking motivated. Cause I, <laughs> anime give me so many quotes that I'm just like, bruh, yes, yeah. I will do that. Yeah, bruh. Shit is life. Don't let life nobody lessons, kill your bro. dreams. Don't Nina let talks. nobody kill your dreams, bruh. No matter if it's popular or not. Do that shit as long as you ain't hurt nobody. As long as you ain't hurt nobody. That's all, that's all that matters. As long as you ain't hurt nobody, go be great. Need to talk.